Welcome to CDM podcast. Praise glory and honor be to God almighty alone. Greetings to all brothers and sisters in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Past few days we were just studying from the scriptures and trying to understand what it means to follow Christ. How a person who has given his life into the hands of Jesus Christ, how he has to follow Christ. And to guide us we have the word of God. So the word of God is the only thing in the whole world that can guide us about how we have to follow Christ. so we were understanding how we have to follow christ it is not just by being a believer but a person has to be a follower of christ by being a disciple disciple is someone who is molded each and every day to become like his master and also we were just understanding the way by which we can follow christ it is not the easy way it is not the most comfortable way but the way that we have to follow christ is by narrow way so today let us understand how we have to follow christ and bring fruits to kingdom of god because god does not want us just to follow him he also want us to be fruitful so to understand that we have to understand about man among all the creations of god when we just see man we can marvel the way god has created man so beautifully and so wonderfully all by his love the whole creation was created by his word but he used his own hands when it came to man and man is so different from all other creation we can never compare something like man to all the creations he is unique in his own way so what is man made of in the first place man is made of his soul his spirit and his body to understand what man is made of in the first place let us understand also what is inside his spirit in his spirit he is having conscience conscience is nothing but a discerning organ before we do something right our conscience always tells us go ahead this is really good what you are doing is the best thing and we feel so happy and this is the reason why when many people they help some poor or they do some kind of donations they feel so happy inside themselves and in the same way a conscience also alerts us just like a red alarm before we do something wrong it gives us a very big signal that 
don't do this this is not the right thing to do you are not supposed to do this and many times we don't listen to this conscience and we proceed to do what is wrong in front of god and man for example a thief who is continuously robbing the first time that he has robbed you can imagine he would have robbed it with a great fear because he knows this is the wrong thing to do but as days goes by his fear reduces and then he goes and steals just like it's his daily job why this happens because his conscience is present but it has become blunt the same way from a small baby to the oldest person each one is having a conscience inside them and also inside spirit man is having intuition intuition is a immediate organ of insight and this is used by god and evil spirits and man knows that there is god man knows there is a greater being above him above whole universe because of intuition and even atheist who don't believe god who never agree for any reason no matter how much you argue with them they are never going to agree that god exists but on the day that they are going to die or the moment of their death they have such a big fear inside them because they know for sure at that moment that god is present and god is going to judge them and also man is having a fellowship inside his spirit this makes man so unique from all other creation because none of the creation is having fellowship with god like man through this fellowship god can have fellowship with the people who have given their life to jesus who have understood their true god who have created them and through this same fellowship the unbeliever is having fellowship with the evil spirits everyone who is away from god everyone who is away from the real creator is in the fellowship of the evil spirits whether they like it or not this is the truth and then we see in his soul is having the ability to decide something is having a self will is having a free will and he can decide for certain things whether he want to do this or not no one can come and compel someone that you are supposed to go in this way you are supposed to be in this manner of course a society and a country to certain extent it can impose laws on people but it cannot fully control anyone the individual is having his own self will from small decisions to the biggest decisions that he can make he can do it because of self will and without the self will man will be just like a robot man will be just like a machine 
that he is programmed to do something and he is doing it. Isn't it so lovely that God has given us self-will? We can choose to do what is right and we can come into the feet of God using our self-will. And also then we see other than self-will, man also has mind. Through his mind, he is able to do so many discoveries. He is able to create so many machines and he is able to grasp so much of knowledge and he is able to build his own technology and conquer the world through his wisdom. Without this mind, man will be foolish. There won't be any sense in him. And also man is having emotions in his soul. We feel happy, we feel sad and all these feelings, our anger, the moment of being surprised and our excitement, everything is because of our emotions. And without these emotions, we will be just like a log of wood or a stone which has no feelings inside it. And it's so wonderful that God has given us emotions. And each one is so unique in their own emotions. If you observe carefully, none of the emotions of a, a person is same as another person. Each feel in a unique way. And then, thirdly, God has given us a body. And in our body, we have our sensory organs, our eyes, nose, ears, tongue, and skin through which we can feel things, we can see things, we can taste, we can smell and we can hear. And body is just the outer covering of a person. What I mean by that is the real individual or the real essence is the soul and spirit. And whatever the individual is inside his soul and spirit, and the decisions that he make inside his soul and spirit are carried out through the body. So body is just a means through which the actions are taking place. The real culprit is the soul and the spirit. So for today's study, let us turn to the word of God and read from Luke 9 verse 23. And he said to them all, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Here we see the strong words of Lord Jesus Christ that he has not used before. Earlier he was healing people, but as time goes on, he is talking to his disciples and he is saying that if anyone wants to follow me, if any man, whether it is a Israelite or anyone from outside, if any person want to follow Jesus, they have to deny themselves. So what is Jesus trying to say here by saying deny yourself? Because already those disciples, they have left everything. The fishermen who were fishing, they have left their net, they have left their ships, they have left their families. And some of them, they were 
doing other professions like Matthew who was a tax collector he has left his job so even then what is Jesus trying to say here by saying deny yourself because already they have denied themselves they have denied themselves to a certain extent so in order to understand this we have to understand what is self in the first place so to understand this we have to study from the book of Genesis where God had created everything so wonderfully he had put life in animals and birds and just by his word he had created the entire universe entire universe was shaped with beautiful colors texture everything because of the word of God and then he created man and though man was in the garden he was not alone he was under the fellowship with God each and every day God had fellowship with him and Adam was the first man he was given in charge of the whole garden he was supposed to keep the whole garden that was the only work he had that was the only work that he had to do and the commandment that he had was not to eat from the fruit of the tree of evil and good and then he never asked God for a helpmate God himself out of his mercy and love God knew that he needed a helpmate and God gave him Eve and when God had given everything so faithfully and lovingly he was supposed to be under the fellowship of God he was supposed to walk under the commandment of God but what do we see that man is doing let us read in Genesis 3 verse 6 and when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her and he did eat so here we see Eve who was in the garden she started having her conversation with the serpent and then through this conversation she fell into sin when the serpent is talking with Eve before this uh, verse about the passage we can read the whole chapter fully but we can understand that Eve was in the fellowship of God so when serpent came to talk with her she could have asked who are you I am in the fellowship of God and she could have rebuked the serpent she could have said go away from me but instead of that what did she choose to do she chose to continue the conversation with serpent why did it happen in the first place because though God had given everything into their hand and God had put all the living things under the feet of Adam and Eve Eve did not trust God fully she doubted on the trustworthiness of God she doubted on the faithfulness of God that is the reason she continued the conversation with the serpent and because of this conversation 
Satan entered in the fellowship of the man and through this flesh was born or the flesh was created. The self, the corrupted nature of man came into existence. And what did this corrupted nature made us to do? How did we fall into sin? Let us read from James 1 verse 14 and 15. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin when it is finished bringeth forth death. So here we read that the lust when it has conceived, it brings sin. And when sin it is finished, it brings death. So in the case of Eve, she was fully holy, she was fully perfect and both Adam and Eve were clothed with glory. They never knew that they were naked because they were clothed with the glory that God had given them. They were made in the image and likeness of God. But what has happened? Because she started her conversation with the serpent and she started to believe what serpent had been talking to her. Then flesh was formed inside her. Because of this flesh, her attention was drawn to that fruit, that fruit which was forbidden. As we read, it was pleasant to her eyes and she started to believe that it was a tree which was able to make one wise. She started to doubt on the faithfulness of God. She started to doubt that God is truthful, God is loving. God is faithful in whatever he says. But she started to doubt on him. And then that is the reason that lust conceived in her heart and then sin was formed. She committed sin by eating the fruit. Not only she ate, she also gave it to her husband. And then through this death ruled over all human beings. Same way in the case of us also, in the case of believers, when we are drawn away from God, we commit sin and death can rule over us. So we have to be careful because we, once we were far away from God, we never knew who is God, but then God brought us into his kingdom. It is not by a coincidence that we came into his kingdom. It is God's perfect plan. He knew the timing and the date when we had to come in his kingdom. And then God brought us with a purpose and he was not only given that life inside us, but also we see in 1 Peter 1 verse 23, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. So, dear children of God, we were not only brought into the kingdom of God by the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. God sent his son so that we have victory over sin and death. And that is the reason which took Jesus on the cross of Calvary. Jesus sacrificed his life for us. But more than that, 
what has god brought us into we never understand this thing when we understand the depth of how god has brought into his family we will be amazed and we will not have any words except praise him and give all thanks and honor to him so how are we coming into this family the family which is of god we are born in this family yes my dear children of god dear brothers and sisters we are born in the family of god by the incorruptible seed and what is this incorruptible seed it is the word of god just as a child is born by a father and child resembles his father fully we are born into the family of god by his word and this word is incorruptible and through this word a new inner man is formed inside us and this inner man is fully in the image and likeness of god there is nothing blemish or there is no unholy thing inside this inner man and what kind of man is this inner man let's study from 1 john 3 verses 9 whosoever is born of god doth not commit sin for his seed remaineth in him and he cannot sin because he is born of god so the inner man who is created by god is in the image and likeness of god he is fully holy because he was born by the seed of the word of god and the seed of the word of god is always inside him and because of this he cannot sin what does this mean he can never have that pleasure in sin he will always be sad when ever we sin though we might commit some mistakes we might commit some sins but whenever we commit these mistakes or sin we can never find ourselves happy or we can never find ourselves being satisfied we will always have that brokenness because we are having that inner man inside us who is created in the image and likeness of god so when we have this inner man inside us what kind of a life should we live so that we can please god let us read from romans 8 verse 13 and 14 for if ye live after the flesh ye shall die but if ye through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the body ye shall live for as many as are led by the spirit of god they are the sons of god why we have to mortify our flesh why we have to die for our flesh because this fallen nature this flesh can never be corrected it can never be repaired and this fallen nature is the enmity of god god hates this corrupted nature inside man though we have this corrupted nature inside us god has given us the self will to choose whether we want to walk according to flesh whether we want to walk according to the lust our desire or whether we want to walk according to the spirit so god has given us the self will to make the decisions to walk according to spirit god is never going to drag us holy spirit is there inside all of us who have come 
into the family of God. But Holy Spirit is never going to take in control without our own decisions. We have to submit fully. We have to give ourselves to Holy Spirit. Only then Holy Spirit will control us and lead us in every small matters till the big matters. Only when we give ourselves by dying for ourselves, Holy Spirit is able to lead us to be the disciples of Jesus Christ. Now how can we control this flesh? Because our desires are taking us in control and they are taking hold of us and they are drawing us away from God. How can we control this flesh? Let us read from Galatians 2 verse 20. I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which now I live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. So from here we can understand clearly that until and unless we crucify ourselves, what I mean to say here is that, our flesh, this outer man, we have to die for ourselves. In what way we can die for ourselves? We can die by crucifying these desires in Jesus Christ. We can die through being in Jesus Christ. We can abide in Christ and have that victory over all the flesh, over all the corrupted nature. Over this Adamic nature, we can live a victorious Christian life but all we have to do is a simple thing and that is being crucified and not only that we have to crucify ourselves once we have to crucify each and every day we have to crucify each and every hour we have to check ourselves whether we are on that cross whether we have crucified our lusts whether we have died for ourselves and crucified ourselves to be in Christ so that the inner man can be in full strength, so that the inner man can lead us, so that the inner man be led by the Holy Spirit. Let us also read from John 12 verse 24. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone, but if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. So here we read about this corn of wheat. This seed of wheat, it is having its own unique identity from other corns of wheat. It is having its own color, it's having its own shape. It is different from others and it is having all that life inside it. But when this corn of wheat has decided that I am going to die for my own identity, that I am going to give myself in the hands of my master, myself in the hands of the farmer, so that I can bring more fruits to the farmer. When it is having that desire to fulfill the will of the master, it is ready to die for itself. And that is when with the full submission and that full surrenderance, it gives itself to the hands of the master. Then the master takes it and sows it inside the ground. 
and then it takes a new shape a new form it grows in the form of a beautiful plant and if you go and search where is the seed it has completely disappeared in the same way when we die for ourselves and we give ourselves in the hand of god when we die for the identity our pleasures our lifestyle and we give ourselves in the hand of god he is able to mold us in a beautiful way he is able to give a new form and through this what happens we are able to bring fruits to our master we are able to bring fruits in his kingdom so i encourage each one of you to die for ourselves including me let us die for ourselves and let us live for master let us live for god alone so that the will of god be fulfilled in our life let not our will be fulfilled in any way in smallest way let not our will be fulfilled but the will of god the will of the master be fulfilled in all our life and only then we can bring fruits in his kingdom let us be people who bring fruits in his kingdom let us be people who follow christ let us be people who are his disciples and god is happy to say that here is my faithful servant or she is my faithful servant i submit each one of you into the hands of god let us pray heavenly father lord i submit each and every brother and sister who is listening to your word lord lord as your word says lord help us to deny ourselves lord and walk following you help us to follow you as a disciple help us to be transformed into your nature lord so that not our nature lord but only your nature be revealed inside us only you be revealed inside us let no one see us but let the world see christ in us lord i submit each one of us into your mighty hands let us die for ourselves let us die for our own nature lord let us die for our own selves so that we can follow you faithfully and humbly till the end of our life lord i give all those who are listening to your word lord i pray that you transform and work in their life in jesus name i pray amen